Greetings, everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. You are listening to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast, the third coast of Texas. The darkest truths from the darkest web need to be told. And you must listen to the Beyond Top Secret Texan. Part two episode this week of our talk with Top Secret Texan again and Texas back, and we're going to talk about Mexico politics today. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell everyone where to find you? Yep. Howdy, damn it. My name is Beyond Top Secret Texan. Uh, you can find me online, all major podcast platforms, and most of the major social media ones. Although the Censors and the powers to be are constantly attacking me and getting me and trying to quiet me down. So I've lost uh, two TikTok channels, two Patreons, an Instagram, and a YouTube channel uh, in three years. And so you can use Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan, all lowercase, all one word. That'll bring up most of my active links, most of my web activity, but you got to catch me while you can. Uh, there's no guarantee that any of my pages are going to last because once the censors find out about them, I usually get struck for extremist content or, or showing controversial videos, etc. Something that the the censors do not want you to see. Too, <laughs> too much truth is what I always say. Um, and they'll take down my channels, they'll deplatform and everything. So I'm sorry if you used to follow me and can't follow me anymore, say on YouTube, etc. But you can follow me where I am still active, and if you DM me, I can um, send you all the links to my podcast episodes, etc. Podcast format, uh, publicly available, 390 episodes for free. Uh, currently, we're always working on them, so whenever you hear this, it may be over 400. It may be over 500 by the time you hear this. But always working on producing free content, produce an episode a week at least, multiple episodes sometimes a week, um, sometimes multiple episodes a day publishing videos every day go check out dark web videos evidence some of the best ufo evidence some of the best paranormal evidence videos of interest or from around the world uh politics etc um they work hand in hand they're two sides of the same coin there's video evidence that i share and then there's the podcast episodes i do speaking at length about episodes deep dives subjects etc so if you prefer uh, audio podcasts check out the podcast if you prefer video evidence check out the video evidence Support me by liking, sharing, and subscribing. That's the free option. Best thing you can do is just share my content because I'm so shadow banned, I'm so censored. My name doesn't even come up when you search it in some places. So if you can share my links, my episodes, my videos on your social media, that does me so much help. That does me so much good. And it really is how I've been growing and surviving and thriving as a channel. We've gotten hundreds of thousands of listeners, downloads um, through the podcast. We're rising faster than I ever thought possible. Our numbers are larger than I ever thought possible. We are living the dream. We are independent, completely solo show. Um, and, and I hope you join our community. I hope you join the community the out there in Dreamland. And, and that's all I got to say or ask about that. Because, you know, if you haven't listened to me now, 
after three years, it's understandable. Shadow Band. But join the party. A uh, huge archive of episodes to catch up on. Uh, talk about things from the secret space program to the occult cult world, uh, the paranormal, cryptids, uh, politics, the military. Um, uh, I talk about it all. That's awesome. And I always like appreciate everything you share on Instagram. It's like he's just dropping um, like really cool, interesting videos and photos every day. So definitely check that out as long as he's allowed to be there. Anyway. Well, yeah, Instagram. I used to Instagram used to be my flagship. I used to think Instagram was like my 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 social media of choice. I used to post photos, yeah. like dozens of photos a day, videos. Um, used to like have like you know real dialogues with people in the DMs and stuff like that. Met a lot of cool people through Instagram, and Instagram knocked my channel off, deleted it at three thousand followers plus. And, I mean, I'm still pissed at that. I still haven't forgiven Instagram. And so I don't post there as much as I used to. But, yeah. you know, talk about a bummer. I still remember feeling very sad and, like, defeated when I lost my Instagram. I was all like, damn, because there was, like, 10,000 posts I had made. All of great photos, great evidence, great videos. It was like... You know, like, I would scroll through my, my Instagram, and I didn't even remember posting half the stuff I did. It was just, like, automatic, you know? Like, it was just flowing. Yeah. Like, I wish I could just get uh, that Instagram channel back so I could see what the hell I lost, if I lost anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is stuff that was on there. It was yeah. incredible. It's actual bullshit when they do that. They just roast you, and then you don't ever get it back. They're like, this is just gone. Sorry. Hey, I, I don't, I know the game. I know Instagram always does that. There have been better channels than mine that have been taken down. Uh, you know, and I know yeah. it's hard for real truth tellers when they attack you and sink your ship. If you're a true, 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 truth teller and your ship hasn't been sunk, if your Instagram page is still up, if your Twitter page is still up, um, just know that it, that they can get you for no strikes. My YouTube channel, for example, was taken down. I didn't have a single strike on it. I had been operating for three three years. Um, I know the game. I know three strikes, you're out, right? Three cards, you're out. Uh, But at that time, it didn't have a single strike on it, and it didn't have a strike on it for almost a year. And then just woke up, and at 3 a.m., they sent me an email, and they were like, hey, upon review, your YouTube channel is extremist content. Boom, it's gone. And I had like 600 videos on the YouTube. So it was like, wow. Just like, you know, in the middle of the night, came and took it. Um, without any kind yeah. of warning, I wasn't like fucking with them at all. I stopped uploading too. I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even uploading the YouTube. I don't support the channel anymore. And then, boom, they took yeah. it away, like just randomly. Like they were just all like, oh yeah, yeah, you, you can't get away from us. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> you know, like even though the channel yeah. wasn't active, it was, it was still like, you know, fuck you. Boom, took it all away. Um, and yeah. Instagram was the same way. I didn't have a strike on it. I didn't post anything controversial, and they just took it away because they don't like you. Uh, this will happen to you if you're a true, true, true truth teller. If you are a fake truth yeah. teller, you have nothing to fear and enjoy the numbers that you think mean you're successful. Um, yeah. And and <laughs> as I said, like it's it's weird when I look at back on podcasts that I used to work with or have had me on the show, and that don't want to invite me on the show anymore or don't want to talk to me anymore for a variety of reasons, but one of them is because I'm anti-Freemason, anti, you know, anti-secret society like that. 
and yeah. a lot of these people are Freemasons. A lot of these people are in secret societies. Uh, they're they're just inside shills. They're plants, etc. Uh, yeah. Double agents. And you look at someone like uh, the Great Deception podcast or something, and they have 20, 21,000 followers. And you look at their posts, and it's just like cringy memes, etc. And then because yeah. I mean, I was on the Great Deception podcast, I think four times, and I think he was on my podcast yeah. twice. Uh, but yeah, like stuff like this was one of them. But there's dozens of them that I used to work with or alongside, and then like you know they're not here. Like you know they they stopped returning my DMs, etc. Because I started talking about the Freemasons. And then they became very much like, you know, you could tell they were Freemasons because they started getting all fucking butthurt and, and, like, weird about it. But, you know, I said, I'm not the ones who hurt their butts. I'm not the ones who hurt their butts. That's their daddies and their weird Freemason brothers and stuff like that. <laughs> and so, exactly, I'm not, don't blame me. I, I'm just the one calling it I like mean, it is. No, but then... Uh, I was you, just talking... Yeah, you look at that, you're like... I was just like, talking to my friend Andy, and he, we were, like, going over, like, people who we think are, like... We're just, like, who, like... I don't know, and then we were sharing names of, like, people we think are kind of, like, not who they say they are, and it's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you start learning that stuff, and you can't really let it go. Most recently, because um, I follow the Q Drops, the Q Drops, the, yeah. the, I'm not Q and non, no one is that's real, but uh, the Q Drops, and one of the things the Q Drops says was, our enemy has the, um, the Y and the Trident symbol. And you will know them by their symbolism. The Y or the trident. And the Y is like the bull horns, uh, the horns of a bull or horns of an animal. Or uh, the Y is a Jewish symbol. And it's, been, it's also used by members of uh, Gnostic Christian sects, etc. But the trident, the trident is weird because that's like the Ukrainian trident, etc. It's like Khazar Mafia. And then you look yeah. at someone like Old World Florida, Narco Longo. Um, who, you know, I, I came onto your show in the first episode and I was speaking about Old World Florida and how uh, it's a really great channel. It talks about how it's the biblical, you know, biblical United States, etc. But then you look at all yeah. his Instagram media posts and stuff and he's got the fucking trident on everything. It's on his name, trident. There's a trident there. And, yeah. you know, I, I've never met him. I've never talked to him. But at the same time, if it says our enemy is the trident and this guy openly has a trident on everything, you know, you start to wonder. And then you start looking at the fact that this guy came out of nowhere last year. Um, not only do I know about him, but it seems like everyone else does. He's on the one on one podcast. He's on uh, Sam Tripoli's podcast, et cetera, et cetera. And then yeah. you start wondering, yeah, like, I think it's I think he's one of them, you know. It becomes like it becomes like yeah I think I think there's a big club and I'm not in it, type thing, um, and all of it. I mean like I ju- I don't know about that guy but honestly I'm like where did he come from? Where did like, they come he's from? Like everywhere all of a sudden I'm just like it sort of made me a little jealous because I'm like just struggling so hard to like get momentum all the time and I'm like where is this guy coming from? Like exactly no that's the whole thing we're like these people are given to us they're given to the world and they're like thrust into the spotlight and it's not so much because of their, their credibility or their credentials but the fact that I live in the real world I, as a creator as someone who's trying to do this for three years I know for a fact it's it's either impossible to get attention unless you really are savvy at this and super skilled and then it's impossible to uh, get that like 
the level of attention. Like, you can be independent, you can you can be on your grind in, like, maybe 10, 20 years, you're, like, you know, famous, like, you're super big, 5, 10 years, maybe, if you're, like, really good at it. Um, that's, no, that's normal, that's natural, just doing this. I understand, like, you're only going to gain so many followers per day if you're working every day, and then, like, you got to keep up with a day job, etc. Um, yeah. You know, you got to keep up with the real world, but... You know, and then they start shadow banning you. They start censoring you. You start getting restricted. Yeah. Um, but these people seem to come out of nowhere, and it's it's all the same network of people, and it's all controlled by a big business. And I think people are smart now, and they realize, like, YouTubers, YouTubers have agents, and YouTubers belong to agent studios and, like, major studios that run, like, ESPN and shit. Like, these people, they belong to corporate yeah. offices. They go to a job. And for half the day, they're in meetings and stuff talking about analytics and with, like, you know, accountants and stuff. And then they're given assignments, and then they go to little studio rooms that are not their real houses. They're little rooms with green screens and stuff. And, like, uh, and, and made to do YouTube videos for money, for profit. And they're paid a salary, just like an actor would be. And that's super obvious when you start seeing, like, who's, like, Mr. Beast, etc. And those are the big ones. Like, these are... These are actors. Oh, yeah. These are actors. Yeah. And then it goes into the smaller ones, like people who run very successful conspiracy podcasts, Joe Rogan, etc. And even the smaller ones than that. Uh, Sam Tripoli, for example, is a comedian. He's a comedian. He was in L.A. He's from the L.A. scene, right? Yeah. That's an actor. That's not a real conspiracy. Yeah. That's an actor. He's got millions of views. He's got millions of followers because he's an actor. Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo is just mini Joe Rogan. He's the same actor. He's the same type of ex-athlete turned uh, truth teller or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. These people are just actors. They 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 will sell their soul. They've already sold their soul. They don't care what they're saying. It's not true to them. They don't. They just want to play along, get money, and get the bit and become famous. Uh, if you ask, actually ask them, most of these people will say they're comedians, and most of the conspiracy shows are under comedy. Yeah. This is 100% the case. That is a good way to get not tagged, though. Like, if you put it under comedy, then um, it's not as scrutinized as if you put it under other headings sometimes. Yo, that's because the excuse. Because then you could be, like, it, it's excused as a joke, kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And remember, they, as long as they're saying, because they're jokesters, they're jesters, they're they're tricksters, they're, they're uh, entertainers, you know? That's the thing. Like, it's not real to them. It's like, it's a joke. And that's the thing. Like, they're telling you yeah. without telling you. They're like, oh, this is comedy. And you're like, is it comedy or is it serious, like, discussion? Is this serious intellectualism? Is the truth funny? Uh, and they're like, well, if you can't laugh at it, you know, and stuff like that. Or if you listen to them actually speak, they, they don't believe what they're saying. They're just selling uh, – they're telling you it because it's interesting and because it gets ratings. Like, they honestly yeah. couldn't care less. And they really don't believe in the stuff that they're talking about. That's true. Um, so, you know, when you look at it. It's like they'll let you talk about anything as long as you don't believe it. As long as you say, no, this isn't real. At the very end of it, they'll let you say whatever you want. Yeah. And you get followers That's and you true. get fans. Exactly. You could be like, oh, um, you know, and at the end of the day, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I can't believe idiots believe this. And you can you can say whatever you want. That's that's They'll let you talk as long as you say at the end of it, you don't believe it. Yeah. And that goes on and on and on. Like, even the low-level people... Like, uh, with the Great Deception podcast, I think it's funny because it's called the Great Deception, the Great Deception podcast, and, um, 
nowadays they started with like the flat earth and look at their symbol it's like a triangle with a snake killing an eagle it's like a snake killing an eagle or an eagle fighting a snake so you can see the symbolism right there and it's a red snake it's on a black background so it's very low vibrational in Kabbalah and then um, from there uh, you look at their actual work and the main show that they run that nowadays that's like their bread and butter is called the great uh, the masturbators the master Monday uh, masturbators and it's supposed to be just yeah. a comedy show with like a bunch of like a panel show variety show but you're like 20,000 followers on Instagram no censorship uh, huge fan base things like that you know etc and you, you wonder why it's because the comedy aspect it's because it's a joke because this is all about normal people being dumb and you know it really just it doesn't go anywhere there's no traction it's kind of a waste of time but that's what they want. They want this to be a giant waste of time. And that's just one example. Like I said, I don't really mean to call yeah. that guy out or, or single him out. I actually haven't thought about it in, in months. But just as we were talking about insider plants and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, uh, tons, tons, tons of them. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, who I really wanted to talk about was um, Stephen Greer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um. Well, I want to talk about the exopolitics and the SSP as a genre itself as a discussion. But then sure, like, yeah. the, yeah. rea- the realism go. of it, like the reality of it. And then, yeah, we can talk about the insider figures and how they profit from it while not really t- uh, telling you the whole truth. Sorry, I drink coffee a little bit too late in the day. That's okay. I drink coffee a little bit too late in the day and my stomach is a little too tight. Now, um, drink some water. That's what I got to do. And so, um, yeah, we'll talk about, first, the UFOs, uh, the exopolitics, uh, disclosure as it's happening, and then the people, I guess, in response to just keep the people's names that you want to discuss, and if I know anything about them, I'll let you know. Like, I'll, I'm a straight shooter, okay. I, I just tell you as it is. Okay. So, yeah, like, uh, how, how would you like to introduce this UFO subject? Uh, just, just ad hominem as it is at large uh, any specific incident or anything like that like disclosure um, for example as it's happening now yeah let's start with like current events because I think it's really interesting like that uh, like just what's going on right now in the mainstream about disclosure and about how people like what people are talking about who's coming out and saying stuff wh- like what kind of um characters they are and like what's yeah oh yeah if you want to talk about current events yeah let's get on with this right uh, there. <laughs> let's get this thing going um yeah. disclosure nowadays the, the mainstream media is all on fire about disclosure right disclosure 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 uh navy military coming out with uap footage um especially the navy uh the air force is playing dumb like always uh but the Navy's coming out, basically spilling the beans and telling everyone about UAPs, etc. Now, the cat's out of the bag. You have this fake rush towards revelation, where there, people are like, Oh my god, disclosure is happening. Wow, never before has there been more evidence and more government insiders doing more like work towards telling the truth about UFOs. Total bullshit, total nonsense. Uh, it's, it's funny that that's like how everyone keeps talking, but like this stuff's been coming out constantly forever. Forever, yeah, forever. And like I said, since the eighties, like everyone, CIA officers have come out, um, and that's the thing. It's it's all about who you trust. I don't trust any Fed, uh, and as a former military member myself, 
I barely trust any military people. Like, honestly, I don't. Like, I don't, especially the Navy. And this is the reality. I'm a, I'm a Navy veteran, and the Navy is evil as fuck. The Navy is 100% New World Order, Rockefeller-controlled, uh, Rockefeller's personal Navy, basically. And, yes, the Navy has an army, and the Navy has an Air Force, and uh, the Navy is a one-world military uh, machine. And it's it, one thing it is, it's anti-human. It's everything. It goes into space, it goes on the bottom of the ocean, but I'll tell you one thing. It's anti-human and it's anti-life. It is anti-freedom and it's anti-soul, uh, right? It is the machine. It is absolutely the fucking most opaque and seriously secret military unit or military branch in the world. Um, and it's just like the Royal Navy. You can't trust it. It's, it's just like, you know. So now that the Navy's coming out with disclosure... The Navy's known about UFOs for fucking ever, right? This is not... Do not listen to the Navy. They are lying to you. This is not new footage to them. This is not uh, something that they're encouraging. This is something they're doing to manipulate people, to get them to believe a certain aspect of this phenomenon. The aspect of the phenomenon they're trying to get is that UAPs are technology that's just a little bit more advanced than we have now, that it's mostly made on Earth, that it does not definitively prove extraterrestrials exist, and that it's something that we're all actively very interested in investigating. Honestly, everything is up front, so that they can hide the fact that for the last 100 years, they have kept the technology, which they already have, in the possession, in the form of uh, recovered craft, but also in Tesla technology, Tesla lever technology and above, that they already have, they already know how they work, they already know the extraterrestrials in charge of it, they have relationships with these species, they have negotiated with them for technology, typically in exchange of human beings and human lives, as well as various other genetic materials and natural resources, they have entered the entire planet, as well as the human race, without our knowledge, into relationships with these species, and extra, uh, what they call them, exopolitical agreements, which is our planet with extra, uh, you know, extraplanetary, extraterrestrial uh, life forms and intelligences. They have agreed with each other as nations on Earth to form a one world government, a one world Earth alliance, and that everything else that is not that is a complete charade. Complete charade from the top down. If the U.S. Navy says it's not talking to the Russian Navy about UFOs, they are lying to you. The Russian Navy and the U.S. Navy have open transparency and have always communicated with USOs, underwater discoveries, UFOs, recoveries, uh, hostile creatures that they discover, etc. The entire world is one world Earth alliance. One world Earth military, one world Earth government. And um, all the wars are fake. They have been for years, since the beginning of the 20th century, definitely. Uh, humanity is openly in conflict and in alliance with extraterrestrials, crypto-terrestrials, ultra-terrestrials, etc. There is no one solution to any one of these things. They all exist simultaneously at the same time. Extraterrestrial species exist that are visiting and colonizing our planet. There are multidimensional beings that are on Earth that are, that are, that are um, coexisting with us, that there are crypto-terrestrial species 
which exist, they're native to Earth, but they exist completely in secret, typically secret from our own government, right, that covers them up. Uh, but they do not, they coexist with us, but they do not communicate with us. They exist separately from us. Uh, and then there's uh, the various other, intro, like, you know, uh, beings of, of mixed origins, artificially created beings, AI life forms, the ancient AI running system on Earth that operates like basically the uh, nation of incredibly advanced bio machines. Um, you know, that spiritual beings uh, that are just purely non-physical beings but are intellectual like intelligences that just kind of like move around and uh, take possession of, of other creatures like think K-Pax for example as an example um, all these creatures and existences happen simultaneously the government is fully aware of them with the men in black system that they have in place the MIB system the Majestic 12 system being a uh, police force or controlling center having been reported on for the last hundred years, right? That supersedes the government, a shadow government, an adjustment bureau to keep the society and image of the world that they want to project running smoothly, right? This is not pilots seeing UFOs and filming them and then having to argue against Mick West. That, that's not the level we're on right now, right? We're way beyond that shit. That is child's yeah. play. If you think Mick West is a accurate prediction uh, opinion about anything you are you are sadly 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 mistaken if you think the pilots of the navy are uh, accurate predictions beyond what they observe and everything and they're telling you the whole truth you are sadly mistaken if you think the navy itself is telling you the whole truth you're sadly mistaken but the truth is available if you listen to the people who have experienced this and honestly have tried to tell their story, either against their own lives, uh, against their own careers, you know, sacrificing family, friends, etc., the truth is out there, and the truth is way the fuck out there, far out, man. It's it's about this Star Trek reality, this Federation reality. It goes back to the 1900s. It goes back to the 1800s when we first started discovering. Uh, UFO wreckage, for example, and the literature is actually reflecting that. Now, I'm not saying all disclosure is wrong. I'm saying the media hype between their your your Grushes and your Richard uh, Dolans and your um, Gary Nolans and stuff like that, like these are modern figureheads. These are the modern celebrities, right? Don't listen to these modern celebrities because they've just entered the field. They do not know what they're talking about they're, but they're giving their opinions as if they do uh, this takes years and years of study as well as years of experience and contact right now I'll tell you about my my own background with it why I believe I have the expertise here but someone like Gary Nolan who is uh, a doctor at Stanford I want to say Stanford um, or Berkeley or one of those California schools He's a physics professor or something like that, right? He's supposed to be like a real smart guy, right? Real fucking brainiac. And he says that he himself was hired on to do reverse engineering uh, on UFO technology or extraterrestrial craft or whatever. And he's being heralded as a major source of disclosure and movement because he's a professor who believes that aliens exist and he believes we're not alone. He believes that the government has recovered crafts and bodies, etc., but then you actually listen to him more of what he says. And then his opinion and ego takes over. 
he doesn't believe in gray aliens. He does not believe that there is a single valid report of gray aliens, for example. He believes that's all mass media and psychology and pop culture, right? He doesn't believe in any alien abductions. He says that there has been no no proof of alien abductions. Not one single alien abduction is real, right? But we do have craft, and we do have aliens, and they are real. But the military has it. You know, don't be a silly a silly peon, a peasant, and think that you were contacted by aliens. That's sleep paralysis, right? That's, sleep, that's all in your head. It's a fantasy. But uh, also that the government has been completely honest with us. Why would the government lie? The government doesn't lie. I mean, it's our... Joe Biden really is the president. Of course. That, oh, also, he's gay. He's gay. Rainbow flag-wearing gay. And I don't give a shit. At that point, you gotta start seeing that as a red fucking flag. You gotta start seeing that as a red flag. If you got a rainbow pro- flag in your profile on Twitter or something like that, you're not playing with a full deck of cards. One, that you think that anyone gives a shit, and two, that you think the rainbow flag is cool. I mean, really, that's some cringy fucking shit. Yeah. And so he's got the whole, like, you know, he's, he's this gay, uh, New World Order, atheist, uh, basically egomaniac who can't think outside of his own personal worldview. And then you look at the actual man himself, and he's this little potato man, you know, no muscle mass, just this little weird nerd guy. You could tell he has no real life experience doing anything except reading books and thinking and saying, you know, filling out the little test sheet and being told he's a good boy by the school systems and stuff. He's not like an adventurer. He's not an explorer. He doesn't even go outside, right, kind of guy. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you can, you can yeah. say you know about the world, but if you don't step outside your classroom, do you? Do you really know about anything in life? No, you don't. And that's the point. And the fact that he doesn't believe alien abductions are real, even though we have implants and literally millions of abductees, millions of abductees across the world, internationally, crazy yeah it's crazy it's one of those things where you're like and then he then you actually talk to him though and he's like oh yeah if you do the research there's so much information and books and the eyewitnesses and military insiders government insiders etc but don't listen to anyone without a government job is what ultimately he'll say at the end of the day don't listen to anyone without a government job or a career in academia then you look at grush Another contemporary name going out right now saying he's a former CIA, uh, NSA, GSA uh, type three-letter soup veteran. Um, You know, he's talking about how uh, we have recovered 19 craft uh, UFOs and recovered bodies, etc. But then when you start talking to him, when you start listening to what he has to say, when you hear his talks, he'll talk about how they're not extraterrestrials, they're interdimensional creatures, and that um, the government, you know, doesn't have an, any real knowledge of them. They're mysterious. We don't know how these UFOs even work, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, we're, we have them, but we just, we're just looking at them. We're like, how, how do you even open the door? How do you, like, what is this, like, type thing? Like, what is, what, but we know for certain they're not extraterrestrial. They're interdimensional, et cetera, which is opening up the idea towards there is no space travel these are demons and it opens up the idea that these are demons again once again these are demons but that american government is not lying to you the american government is actually trying to be honest it's just it's afraid because it doesn't know anything and the government doesn't want to admit something that it's not aware it doesn't know everything about right not the government is actively fucking lying to you not the government is actively covering this shit up 
not the fact that the government actively kills people who talk about this stuff. <laughs> not any of that, right? So fuck, fuck all of the past, right? Last hundred years of ufology, just throw that in the trash. This guy named Grush has come out with the truth. Finally, we have the truth. 75 years, 100 years of UFO research. Fooey. Garbage. Right? Not even worth the paper it's printed on because we now have a CIA, GSA, NSA type spy guy telling us that the government doesn't know about something. Good for us, right? Thank God we got this guy. And it's the same shit. It Every sure year. legitimizes him for people. To me, having like exactly. former CIA in their title does the opposite. <laughs> exactly. The same thing with, like, Dr. Greer, with uh, all these people, the, the Tom DeLong, all these people who were celebrities in the last 20 years of UFO uh, revelation and description. All of them invariably have some kind of military intelligence, except for Tom DeLong, who's a Freemason. And Tom DeLong didn't operate yeah. solo. He operated with Lou Elizondo. Lou Elizondo is what gave Tom DeLong the reputation of being a UFO insider. Because oh, yeah. top, Lou Elizondo is a spook. Uh, you know, AARO or whatever they call it, the YMCA, the LGBTQ plus YZ, whatever they want to call it these days. Um, the, exactly, the Pogue Patrol, the Pogue Patrol, the little, they drive a desk. They say, you drive a fucking desk in war, that's what you do. Uh, you're not really in the, like, the you're not really in the, the military. You're kind of just like a a secretary. As a, like, you're just basically a secretary. You know, I mean, you do paperwork and uh, shit. And he wants to. And Lou Elizondo was just the same way. He was a guy who came out, and until and what killed Lou Elizondo's career was he came out with a report, a paper that he wrote, and it was titled "We Need to Kill Ufology," and this is their agenda. All of it, just all, like, every single, every yeah. single major disclosure person in the last 10 to 15 years, since 2005, has tried to kill historical ufology, because that is their enemy. The modern world, the UAP world, the people who say UAP the P, instead of UFO, for example, anyone who says UAP instead I of UFO, that. good rule to follow. If you say UAP instead of UFO, you are not playing with a full deck of cards you are not you're either the enemy you're either the enemy trying to fuck with us or you're a noob that they want to catch in that web because they want to change the name because they own the name uap they own the rights to that they own the field of study uapology or whatever the government owns that the government has the supreme authority and they want to get professors and academia to be the only people to actually be able to research this and have any opinion on it. This is extremely foolish and dangerous because, like I said, if the CIA controls the schools, if the CIA controls the TV, if the CIA controls all these government groups, um, they are the only ones who come up with the answers, right? They control all these things from the vertical to yeah. the horizontal. It's all within one, one opinion-making group, the Freemasons. All professors are Freemasons, all government officials are Freemasons, etc. All Freemasons. <clears throat> they could say whatever they wanted and just make the UFOs fit the answer that they give and help out their agenda. That's 100% what they're trying to do is prove their agenda, right? Yeah. Uh, ufology was free. Ufology was a working man's uh, from the people, power to the people, 
a grassroots, uh, real, you know, natural, free field of investigation. It was 100% amateur. It was 100% just whoever was foolhardy or crazy enough or whoever had seen something they couldn't explain, you know, that was real enough to them. They were considered pariahs. They were outcasts. They would be killed. Ufologists would literally be killed in the, the sacrifice for truth. They were not popular. That's why they want to kill ufology instead of killing the ufologists. Because they realized, the government realized, you can kill ufologists. It just makes more. They become martyrs. It's a true, against the yeah. system faith. It's an act of faith because you have to believe something that everyone tells you is wrong. Then you go so far into it that you're willing to sacrifice your very life to, to, to fight for the truth because living a lie is not worth it. It becomes a spiritual battle. And this is why they want to kill ufology and they only want to make it scientists and academics that have already submitted and proved their loyalty to systems by getting degrees or getting government jobs, etc., like taking these oaths in the Freemasonry. They don't want people like me, like you, who are from the wild, basically, who are wild people, who are aboriginals, for all intents and purposes, Native Americans, who don't belong to any systems, who just kind of survive, and um, would dedicate their lives, would dedicate their energies and their powers, because they know that one person is one, but they can start the movement. You can start the, the fucking revolution. And they fear the people. The true power is in the people. All power is in people. There is nothing in this world that is done, that is learned, that is discovered, that is created or made or maintained without people. As in people, except if you don't think, if anything is close to God on earth, it is people. When people get together and decide something is so, it is so. When they fight, they win. When they move, nothing can stop them. And they, they do. No, this is true. That they, they don't. They want to keep it in the government. The government is not of the people. It is. It is. Uh, it controls the people. You know, and they want to yeah. keep the ufology subject to so this disclosure. All this disclosure. All this modern day shit. They're talking about is a way to control the people. All their Senate hearings. Yeah. All the investigations. The Congress. The AARO. Their opinions will ultimately mean nothing and they'll go nowhere. My prediction started in 2020 with when all this shit started. It started in 2018 sure. actually or in 2018 when all this started uh, with the new release of the gimbal and the go fast and all that stuff around 2018 2019. Yeah. And I said it will go nowhere. This is just because they can't keep lying and saying that it doesn't exist. They can't keep denying it, but they will never admit to knowing the truth and they'll never admit to the truth whatever conclusion they end up making will always be a lie will always be half a truth and will never be the full picture because they're too responsible they're too guilty until they eventually can't deny it any longer but it'll be too late it'll be too late to stop them um, now the idea of the interdimensional thing like I said they want you to think of it in terms of spirituality because spirituality has no right or wrong and the priest class is never wrong. 
remember, there's no right and wrong, and the priest class is never wrong in a, in a, in a priest class society. If you're a high priest, whatever that means, you are holier than normal people, and you are, uh, you know, you're better than them. You're, 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 you have more power than them in society. So when UFOs are declared real, and the government agents that study UFOs and the scientists who are working on UFOs will be considered more important than people who don't. They will be considered a a, yeah. a superior class of people, like how engineers are considered superior to people who aren't engineers, or doctors are considered the superior to people who aren't doctors. Like, oh, who are you? Oh, you're just a mother to children? I'm a heart surgeon. You know, like, oh, I'm special. I'm a doctor. I, I went through doctor school, and I have my doctor license. You know, like, only I can do doctor stuff. Only I can tell you about your health. I'm special. Same thing. Only I can talk about UFOs. I'm a physics professor. And if you look at that, that's where it's going. They're going to try to make the physics professors the only experts on aliens or UFOs. And that's 100 because it's all a physical thing. Like, it's all like, oh, it's about physics. And if you look at it now, that's where it's going. Like, Nolan, et cetera. All these people are just fucking physicists. They're physicists. It's purely science and academia and stuff like that, mathematics. And they don't want people to actually have any real connection to it or make any sense of it. And just like they did with government, just like they did with government, where it's like, yeah, government's important and everyone's involved in politics, but who's actually really a politician amongst us? Who's like, oh, I'm a professional politician. This is what I do for a living. Those people are a special class of people. They actually rule the world. But no one is of them. They're very rare. To be like, I want to be a senator. I went to school for politics. I'm in the politic club. Stuff like that. Like, you've always wanted to be the mayor of your city. Yeah. That's, like, that's it. And no one else can decide what to do except this special class of people known as politicians. And politicians make the laws. Not you, you commoner. You can't tell me what to do, right and wrong, but I can tell you what to do. I'm never wrong. That's thing, like in a in a class like that, they're never wrong, but you always are. So that's my opinion of modern day disclosure. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, and I sort of think like when you are wondering if you're getting like good information, a good way to think about it for like the common folk is if they're if they're disclosing on a propaganda network or a propaganda streaming um, company or like if you see Stephen Greer on Netflix or if you see this Navy guy on CNN like there's some pretty big clues and red flags in that. Yeah, the Netflix thing alone, for example. Why does Stephen Greer get to have a documentary on Netflix? Why does he get to charge thousands of dollars for his conferences? Why does he get to talk to the Congress and the CIA director and stuff? Why does he get to brief the President of the United States on this? Why does he uh, come out with documentaries that make millions of dollars, like the Cyrus documentary, for example? I remember watching that one. Or The Lost Century and How to Take It Back. The information he's giving is not actually new. It's, It's common knowledge. It's open source knowledge anyone can anyone can learn this for themselves but yet he's still making a very good career for himself and he's a former doctor by the way remember that former yeah, he's doctor, a doctor. He's a, like a surgeon or something exactly right? he's an elevated class of human being he's a higher status member of our society but he gets to talk about ufos his career is not in danger no one calls him crazy 
Uh, in fact, no, they gave him a Netflix special. <laughs> they gave him a Netflix special. Exactly. If I came out and I said the same exact thing that Stephen Greer was saying, I would have to scream it at a street corner near a freeway because I would not be given a single place to say my message uh, on TV or in a concert hall. Think about it. If I went and I said, I have an hour-long presentation, I got these photos, all I need is a place to give it, and I need to sell tickets, no one would show up. No one would show up. That Netflix will bring cameras to film that crap so they can show it to everyone's house and broadcast it to your house because they, don't, they know the message exists. They know they can't hide it, and they need to control it. But they'll do it with their team, with their men, whoever those men are at the time. And it changes every single year. Uh, they own the debunkers. They own Mick West and the crew like that, the debunkers, the people who are like, aliens aren't real. That's a seagull with light and a balloon flexing off the Venus and stuff. Like that. Those people are idiots. They know that. They control those guys. But they know that public opinion has turned and everyone consider those people fools. So now they're controlling the believers. They're controlling believers while still keeping it controlled. Like that's the thing. The main, form, the main word there is control. They never let any information out that they haven't already deemed to be obsolete or 100 years old or past the point of classification, etc. Um, but really, we can get into that a lot. Like, that's, I mean, like I said, you can talk about that literally for days. Just the different nuances and aspects of controlled information, counterintelligence, disinformation, psychological operations, psyops, etc., etc., etc. Like, uh, Bluebeam. Bluebeam, for example, I think is a complete psyop. I think that's 100% a psyop. I don't think that was real at all. I think that the man who spoke about it when he found the information was an agent, a, a double agent. He was what they call a useful idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was meant to muddy the waters, and he was meant to confuse the shit out of people because they, the conspiracy of Bluebeam is 100% anti-anything uh, spiritual or... <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a child abduction thing. Okay. Uh, they, the Amber Alerts in Texas are going off crazy. The, a kid is getting abducted every day in Texas. It's fucking nuts. They're doing something. It's pretty fucked up. Like I said, like every day, multiple times a day, that that Amber Alert thing goes off. It's fucking crazy. No, I'm saying like I'm like I'm like oh man, I gotta talk about this. But that um, on another episode. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Like they want to control uh, the opposition as well as the 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 pro side, right? And even if Jesus came back with Project Bluebeam, the way it's written, if you read Project Bluebeam and you're convinced Project Bluebeam is real, Jesus Christ himself could come back at the head of the heavenly host with two trumpets coming out of you know his mouth, just like it said in Revelations. And uh, you would think it's a hologram. Yeah. One would think it's a hologram. One would be like, oh, it's the NWO trying to fuck with me, trying to convince me I'm not going to believe this Jesus. This this is wrong. If a UFO came and landed in your yard and aliens came out, you'd be like, you're a balloon. You're blue beams. You're, you're some kind of CIA agent and a little midget in a costume or something. This is CGI, special effects. And, you know, like you would, uh, you, become, you become paranoid in the opposite way. You become like you think you're smarter than everybody else. But you can't trust anything because you've, you've installed the, the heart, the software, the Bluebeam software. And the Bluebeam software is going to tell you everything is a hologram. Everything is an illusion. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cooper, for example. We just talked about Bill Cooper in the last episode. Uh, yeah. He thought the Phoenix Lights were a hologram. Yeah. 
1997 Phoenix Lights UFO sighting, where a UFO, miles long, flew over Phoenix, Arizona, and was seen by tens of thousands of people, including the governor of Arizona and actor uh, uh, Kirk Douglas, not Kirk Douglas, um, Kurt Russell, who was flying a private plane at the time, right? Everybody saw this fucking UFO, right? If you were in the area, you saw this UFO. And it was a physical one-piece craft that blocked out the stars and sky above it, and it flew, it was a mile and a half across, and it flew across Phoenix, Arizona, right? One of the most famous, undeniable UFO sightings of all time. Happened in 1997. VHS cameras all over the place. Uh, Bill Cooper thought it was a hologram. Bill Cooper was convinced that it was a hologram Project Bluebeam. That just goes to show. If I, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Like, and yeah, holograms. Especially when he talked about UFOs for so long, so much, and he had all this information he shared about UFOs and technology, and then to like flip like that and say that. Well, Bluebeam. Sort of weird. Bluebeam. That's the technology. That's the that's the software. That's the virus, the mind virus, the blue beam. You know, like, that's why I believe it's a PSYOP. And you can believe whatever you want. I know people believe in blue beam is a real thing. And, yeah, UFOs aren't real. And it's all going to be a fake disclosure, et cetera. It's all NWO. But I'm just telling you guys this. If you believe in blue beam, you don't believe in UFOs. And if you believe in UFOs, then the blue beam is there just to stop you from believing in them. Like, that's how you see it. That's how I see it. Like, like no, that was a real craft. You could say it was man-made. You could say it's secret space program, like I'm going to. Uh, you could say that's a part of a secret space force that we have called Solar Warden, but uh, you know, as long as you don't think it's a hologram, because if it's a hologram, then it's just an illusion. It's just a magic trick. It's not real. It's just like someone drew it. You know, it's a painting. It's not real. Yeah. Uh, it's a CGI thing. That's the thing. Like it's not real. And, but if and you're denying its reality at all, it is. It's not a physical thing. It's not a real part of our world. It's an illusion meant to trick you. That's Project Bluebeam. It's. It's. It, are things an illusion? Is this a, a con? Is this a lie? And that skepticism and that cynicism, I call denialism. De- and that's basically where the modern world of ufology is. There's denialism, which is regardless of what you're saying, you're not telling me the truth and I don't believe you. No matter what. No matter what you're saying, I don't believe you. you it's know. so hard because there's just so much... Um stuff thrown at us and like there's so much lies and mixed in with everything that like you do start to get nihilistic about it and be like well is none of this true are they like you don't want to be fooled like you know well, that's the thing. My own personal philosophy is anti-denialism. I I, I uh, holistically accept everything, and that's the thing. Like I know it sounds foolish on the face of it, but I had to pretext that that if. I call it the other the other way the the end of the spectrum on the opposite end denialism, and it's just like if you met somebody that you've never met before and they told you a story about their life, regardless of what that story is, and do you say to yourself, "I don't believe this person," or you know what, thank you for the story, um, that's crazy, I can't believe that happened to you, you know type stuff like, like I don't have any reason to deny what you're saying and for all I know you're telling me the truth even if I can't believe it even if it's something that's never happened to me who am I to say that didn't happen to you now a denialist a skeptic a nihilist will go ah everyone's a liar you're lying to me buddy 
no matter what, even if you were like, oh yeah, I walked my dog and my dog barked and I was like, what you barking at dog? And he just kept barking. And I just was like, okay, whatever. And I went home. You're going to be like, you liar, you fucking bullshit artist. How can you tell me that? You don't even own a dog. Fuck you. You know, like yeah. that's a denialist. Also, no matter how much it's, and I'm not a ridiculous example, but that's supposed to be just to highlight how ridiculous it is. Yeah. Because yeah. you are denying without any evidence to the contrary. You, you, you don't know. And that sounds perfectly plausible, like I said, but it didn't happen to you, so you deny it to happen to anyone else. And that kind of attitude that, like, fuck you, you know, like, I don't trust you. Like, that, that sounds cool on paper, but, you know, negotiating real life would be very difficult that way. And it's not, like, it kinda, it's kind of counterintuitive to how you know about people and how you know how to learn things. You have to trust people. You have to listen to who, who you believe you can listen to, you know? You have to have someone to make sense of the world or else everything anyone ever says is wrong and it's you yeah. against the world that's what the project blue beam is more on the spectrum of that you know what it's just it's just you and you can't believe what you see or hear you know what i'm saying you don't believe what you read you don't believe what anyone's everyone's a shill everyone's a fed you know and 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 you know you're just trying to make and you have no heroes you have no enemies like everyone's your enemy you have no heroes you have no friends you have nothing you love everything's wrong right and at that point how are you going to yeah. make sense of anything because if you read the bible you would think that was wrong and if you read anything else you'd think that was wrong you just think everything was wrong right a true yeah. cynic a true nihilist right don't believe in anything that's the nihilist philosophy right you don't believe in anything i'm a nihilist i believe yeah. in nothing you know and then they'll say they believe in science they'll be like oh but i believe in science science lies to you scientists are yeah. that's the thing like it's it's they want you to believe in science like it's a religion because they want to take God from you, which is your intuition. And if they take your intuition away, then they just feed you bullshit science and math and stuff, which is meaningless. It doesn't... Who cares what temperature water boils at, you know? It's, as long as it fucking yeah. boils when you get it hot. That's all you need to really yeah. know. Yeah. But that's the thing. Um, they want to make it a purely scientific thing. Um, and do you think that's, like, their design for the future? It's just, like, to remove spirituality from people so that they're in denial of everything except for what they're fed that's not even from the future that's from the past or Rockefeller yeah. Rockefeller yeah. wanted a nation of workers what do you think stops working yeah. spirituality what do you think stops working knowledge what do you think stops working confidence what do you think stops working so, uh, social cohesion if everyone agrees to help each other and is on the same page and trusts and respects each other and is mutually yeah. respected it's not like a tyranny or gang or whatever. It's just, hey, I can tell you my problems and you can tell me your problems. We trust each other. We're kin. We're, we're a clan. We're a tribe. We're a community. We're a town. We're a country. We're people, right? We're a race. We're a religion. We're friends. That scares the shit out of the powers to be. That is the people and the people and the powers to be are the enemies of the people. So if they can break you apart and get you to believe in any chaos they want, or get you to believe in their authority against your fellow man, they have won. They are winning. If a, yeah. if a person who sees a UFO in your neighborhood comes to you while you guys are outside, maybe walking or something, and he walk up to you and goes, hey, on Thursday I saw a UFO above, our house, above your house and above my house. It flew across the house. And you go and say, I don't believe in UFOs because of X, Y, Z. Or that's not true. They have won. They have won. You are listening to them over your neighbor. You are listening to them yeah. over your, your literal neighbor. You are trusting a man you have never met on a TV screen versus a human being that physically lives next to you. 
that is the yeah, agenda. Yeah, that's true. I think that's like the, what I try to talk about recently is like the way, the only way we can go forward in any kind of positive way is if we like reconnect with each other and figure out like we belong to each other. We have stories to tell each other. 100%. 100% and go. So yeah, um, exopolitics is the discussion of um, political conspiracies, alliances, deals, negotiations, contact, communication, all of it with extraterrestrial species, either one of them or possibly many of them, as well as an attempt to define through experience and uh, the contactee testimony any kind of motivation or any kind of order or uh, structure, culture, community, uh, mission, uh, objective, whatever that can be gathered that motivates these extraterrestrials in visiting Earth, either and just exploring, uh, explorative capacity or, or colonizing or contacting or, or abducting, etc., and while that sounds kind of far out, like, oh, how could you possibly, like, throughout the years, uh, throughout, I'd say, about 100 years of active UFO research, contactee experience, abduction, government insider research, uh, both religious experts not talking about these things in their own language, say, like, the jinn and Islam, uh, the Muslim leaders talking about jinn, or uh, Christians talking about demonology or angelology, um, you know, what has been ascertained is a pretty clear picture, actually. It's called exopolitics. Now, these exopolitics uh, politicians um, typically are on your New Age uh, spectrum, right? Your New Age uh, full-on woo. A lot. This is too big of a pill for people to swallow normally. But this is the pill that I swallow because of my own personal contactee and experience. And I can vouch for that, that it's actually, it's not crazy, as crazy as it sounds. A lot of abductees have conversational relationships and long-term experiences involving multiple abductions over multiple years of their life with not only one type of extraterrestrial, but multiple types of extraterrestrials, as well as a consistency in different people, men, women, rich, poor, American, or foreign, or whatever, uh, across the ages, across the years, decades, literally decades in different eras, giving frighteningly consistent representations of things like bases, military bases, underground uh, bunkers and hangars, facilities, colonies under the ocean, the extraterrestrials' physical descriptions, uh, personality descriptions, um, technology descriptions, descriptions of ships, for example, and that the sample size of this group, abductees and contactees, is not low. It is in the millions. It is in the tens of millions. And it is throughout history, internationally, in the hundreds of millions. That people have not only seen UFOs, but have been abducted and experienced other contactee associations, like greeting extraterrestrial uh, extraspecial uh, travelers, uh, famously, um, the um, Indrid Cold case, the Indrid Cold case in West Virginia. Not every sighting of a UFO is of a flying saucer. 
not every sighting of a UFO is far away and at night and dark, and, and or not every alien abduction is by little green men or greys uh, with no memory, and you just black out and you're on a table. I'm talking full-on conversations with a being that treats you like a peer-to-peer uh, peer-to-peer friend that lasts for years, sometimes lifetimes, multiple generations of lifetimes that are documented, that are recorded, that have tapes made of them, books written about them, etc. Everything from Whitley Strieber's communion to um, like the Indrid Cold case, there is a pattern here of intellectuals, of responsible people, of sober-minded people, of men and women for various reasons being abducted and communicated with and shared this information. Uh, military insiders, etc., have all come out forward and said it. And in the, this is what I would call advanced ufology. So you can check skepticism at the fucking door because this is that will not help you. Skepticism will not help you. And discovering the plethora and myriad forms of these extraterrestrials and the true history of their contact that goes back to the ancient world that we have never been alone. They are not visiting us for the first time because of atomic bombs, that UFO sightings have been sighted throughout history. They're how we get our, the sources for our religions. They're how we get our sources for our miracles, for our spiritual beings, our metaphysical monsters and legends, etc. That it goes back to the fallen angels being extraterrestrial beings that landed on a Mount, Mount uh, Jared. And, and, you know, decided to interbreed and genetically alter humankind, that there are uh, even, that there are good and quote-unquote evil, beneficent and predatory uh, types of species, that there are species that care just to, to literally eat us as a poached, you know, delicacy, uh, just like we care to only kill elephants. There are some human beings that only, kill, that only care that elephants exist to shoot them and take their little tusks. Right, to take their tusks. That is 100% how these aliens view human beings. They see human beings and they say, "I'm going to take your organs." You know, that's and then there are good aliens that see human beings as protect, like like how we see kitty cats. Like you do everything in your power to make them comfortable and take care of them because they're special, and you know, and they're, they're sweet and they just are sweet beings that they love us so much. Like we would love a cat, Un- like unquestionably, just accept it, feed it, try to take care of it. Right. Uh, both ends of the spectrum exist and there's evidence for both there's evidence suggesting that the military is aware of both the military has made deals with powerful alliances of these beings and that these beings not only have communicated with governments but with occult societies and some people say even more with occult societies than they do with government entities like there is the real society or the Thule society in history Real society being in the Third Reich in Germany, very famously, if anyone does their UFO research, being uh, occult witches, basically, who were in communication with a subterranean extraterrestrial colony known as the Vril Yah. The Vril Yah would then give the Third Reich technology, blueprints of extraterrestrial craft or or advanced uh, anti-gravity craft, and this would be, you know, verified not only within the Dark Fleet's existence, but also within the United States with, like, William Tompkins, who was an ex-U.S. Navy intelligence officer who was in charge of spies in Germany 
Navy spies in Germany at the time of World War II who were reporting to him that the Germans were creating UFOs, flying saucers. They called the Hanabo. They were creating the, the Glocker with anti-gravity red mercury created engines that were hundreds of years more advanced than anything anyone else was creating. This was this is both sides of the conflict are verifying this. This is current. And this was because extraterrestrials were giving them technologies. The last the entire 20th century can only be understood if you view it from the reality of extraterrestrial contact and colonization. Not the interplay between communism and capitalism, not politics between freedom and liberty and fascism or whatever, uh, dictate money, it's not oil, it's not any of that bullshit, it's 100% the elite belonging to both the government and secret societies, for they are the same, and the big business, for it all, it all is the same, knowing about and doing their best to keep the secret of Beings of far more advanced technological and physical makeup not originating from our sphere of reality, our time zone, our timeline, our dimension, this planet, this realm, for truly it is all the same. If you told me a being came from another galaxy and you told me a being came from the future and you told me a being came from a different dimension, Right, Earth 2 BCA or whatever, a version of Earth where they rule and humans don't exist, and they came over to our world to communicate. Same difference. Same difference. And now uh, everyone will want to cut hairs. Oh, they're interdimensional. They're not spacecraft. The truth is, it's all of it. It's all of it. And they use Earth like an airport. Or they use Earth like a colony zone, like a country, like Africa. In which they're like we're the native Africans. We can't stop them from coming over, and they're gonna be here forever. But we can still fight for our independence. We can still keep that it's our Africa, you know. But yeah, the British are here, the French are here, the Dutch are here, and they're taking our diamonds, like things like that. Yeah, they're taking us. They're they're taking us. They're literally putting on us on boats and taking us. And you're like that's crazy. I've never even seen a white man before. I don't believe you. I'm denying everything you say. You know, my, my village chief witch doctor told me that that's all a lie from the other village to get me scared, you know, and not believe in Mutumbu, our, our aardvark deity, deity the, the god of the aardvarks. But no, the, the white man is reaching Africa. The, the ships have reached the beach. The new man is here. The colonization has begun. And it's 100% how we did it to others is how it's being done to us. And you can say that's a terrible doom prophecy or whatever, but it is just reality. We showed up to foreign shores, game changed, welcome to Hawaii, America owns it now, right? Same thing, a technological power shows up to a primitive place, they just take it over, regardless if they're everywhere. And that's the thing, that people, you don't show up and then just walk around everywhere like you own the place. You don't even go to shore, you just control it politically, you put a flag on the beach and you're just like, I own this now on a map. And you're yeah. responsible for it. And you keep other invaders out of it. But the natives still live like natives. The natives don't get British technology immediately. They don't get the perks immediately. They're just there. And they have to slowly evolve over time to make sense of it, what just happened to them. And that's the point. What we, what we did to others will now be done to us on a planetary scale, but has already been done to us, is being done to us. It's how it started. It's, it's, not a, it's not a situation like that. It's a situation like a zoo. 
It's a situation like an ant farm. Like, our world has been created by these higher powers. Just following logic, if you follow the logical path, they are who we know as the Elohim, as the shining ones. They are the sky people of the Hopi prophecy, the wing makers, the, the supermen, the ubermensch of the clouds, the pantheon figures of Greeks and, and Viking uh, religion. It doesn't cancel out Christian faith. It doesn't cr- cancel out Islam. It doesn't cancel out any of the monotheisms. It goes hand in hand. They are the giants. They are the people of renown, the former men of old, the men of the days of Noah, things like that. Like they are the fallen angels in that book, the, the, the Nephilim, things like the hybrids. They are the serpent men the, of the Naga, of the Hindus. They're reading the Bhagavad Gita now. Wait till it talks about the beings that live under the subterranean worlds, snake men, things like that. Things we talk about as reptilians, etc., etc. All of it's in the ancient world. All of it's in the ancient world, fully talked about. We're catching up to it. But unfortunately, it's so advanced, even today, this ancient knowledge of the stars and the cosmos and of other beings. Native Americans know about it. Talk to them about the brothers, the Sky Brothers. Talk to them about the, uh, the, the Lizard Brothers, the Snake Brothers. Mm-hmm. Talk to them about the Ant People. Talk to them about, like, look in those myths. They talk about people who are not people, but who help people who live amongst us, underneath us, but help us. It's not necessarily they're fighting all the time. They just live, they coexist. They live separate but equal. And that's how they want to keep it peaceful. Which is 180% the opposite of disclosure. And the reason why I say that is because I have personal experience with that exopolitical reality. I was a 20 in back survivor of the SSP, of Solar Warden. Uh, the secret space program created by the United States Navy to be a Earth Patrol Force in alliance with the Ashtar High Command. The Ashtar High Command being your classic Star Trek Federation uh, supergroup of multiple alien species all serving an ideal, what they call the Law of One, an ideal beneficial good code, a code of ethics and morality, and protecting undeveloped civilizations who have potential, spiritual potential. Humankind is that. Uh, The enemy, if you can call one that, are all the extraterrestrials or interdimensional beings or crypto-terrestrials that seek to kill human beings and prey upon them to, to, to commit the ultimate act of injustice and eat them or prey upon them, just like if we killed dolphins or ate chimpanzees. It would be a taboo once you realized how smart they were. You're like, oh, that chimpanzee can feel feelings. And you're like, yeah, but it also is tasty, so I'm going to make them into a sausage. And you're like, wait, that's fucked up. You're just putting chimpanzees in blenders? And you're like, I kill them first. They don't feel a thing. And you're like, it's so fucked up. It's it's like an ethical thing. And reptilians helped create us. They're the species. They're not alien. They're they're native to Earth. They're native to Rans, uh, native to Terra. they live subterranean, they're subterranean beings, they're subterranean realms, and they work alongside our government. There are multiple factions of our government that works with different extraterrestrial groups. There are good guys and bad guys, and and all groups, etc. But there's an overwhelming idea of who's good, and an overwhelming idea of who's negative. And there are many groups... uh, there are over a dozen major groups, a dozen major groups that have been talked about, from insectilians to the the Yeti Sasquatch type 
to the small grays, the tall grays, the tall whites, the Pleiadians, Lyrans, Andromedans, Syrians, etc., etc., etc. And I know, I know, if you're a Christian extremist or a fundamentalist, you think this is fucking like just Star Trek, Star Wars stuff. But there's a reason why Star Trek and Star Wars were both made. There is a fucking reason why the West, especially America and Britain, started producing hardcore science fiction since the 1800s with H.G. Wells and Jules Verne. There's a reason why War of the Worlds was written and, pu- and published so heavily the way it was. There's a reason why Buck Rogers existed. There's a reason why uh, Flash Gordon existed. There's a reason why every single decade and every single year Americans have been fascinated with UFOs for the 20th century. Look at Fantastic Magazine, Fate Magazine. Look at the contactee movement of the 1950s. Look at people like um, who are talking about visiting uh, by Nordic creatures. Look at Stanley uh, or Billy uh, Meyer, for example, in Sweden. These are classic. Like before the internet, before anything, you had to like literally sacrifice all reputation, etc., in society to come out and say I was contacted by tall blonde aliens and those tall blonde aliens told me that earth needs to move away from nuclear power because it's dangerous and you're in the 50s saying this to America you're fucking that's what I'm saying like you that either had to happen to you or you would be in an institution they would just lobotomize you and that's the thing. It did not happen to stumble bums. It did not happen to crazy people in prison. These were respected men. These were men of conventional status quo origin. These are not men who had long hair. These are not men who did anything contrary to public. You know, they wore the, the suit and tie like everyone else did in the 40s and 50s. These are veterans of wars. These are men who served their country. Like uh, the abduction experience of Betty Barney Hill. Barney Hill was a postman. He, he, was, he tried to do his best. He was a normal, like I said, he up and standing citizen. Yeah. He didn't want this to happen to him, but it did. And that's the thing. If you look at the modern day disclosure people, just to tie it all up, they would think that Barney Hill was lying. They would think that Betty Hill was a liar because they don't believe in greys and they don't believe yeah. in alien abductions and they don't believe in the common man. They don't believe in real people. They don't believe in real life. They believe in their message and their, their idealism and their power. And over others. And I can tell you for a fact that it happens to people, regular people, everyday people. And to sum it all up, you got to respect every person as you would any professor or any military officer or any federal agent. Because real people are where real life begins and ends. Real hearts, real minds, real And they don't have any reward for speaking out either. They're like... No, exactly it. Like, say, that thing. If someone tells you something yeah. happened to them, listen to them. Please. Like, no matter what, if, if you have your preconceived beliefs or not. And don't humor them just to listen to them. But honestly, listen to what they're saying. And maybe you'll change your mind. Hopefully you will. When it comes to this. I don't have to convince you now over in five minutes that exopolitics is real. But I'm saying look into it. There's a lot to it. A lot of moving parts. It's very advanced. It's a very easy target for people who are skeptical, who deny everything, because there's just so much going on that you need to understand and believe and to move forward with any other thing. Like, you have to understand about reptilians, and then you have to understand about Nordics, and then you have to understand about, like, all these different moving parts, the government, the solar warden, etc. But just know, 
there is proof and evidence for every single aspect of this. And it is over the last 100 years that we've created this picture of how the universe and how our world really fits into it. And to say that there's no evidence for it or that it's schizophrenia or it's insanity is what they want you to do. Is they The powers to be, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, the government, the military, Pentagon, they want to kill your soul. They want you to, to believe that you live in a box and that box is pitch black and there is no light at the end of the tunnel. And if they would, they would they would tell you not to believe in Jesus Christ. They would tell you not to believe in Muhammad. They would tell you not to believe in yourself. It would just be faith in them, and they would control 100% of your worldview, and they would control 100% of the world that you live in. And the one way yeah, to fight it sure. is to start learning for yourself and to start learning the things that they don't want you to know. The things that you probably already experienced. Yeah. The things that you probably already know in your heart to be true. Unfortunately, we got to cap it right here. I really got to go now. But uh, that was a great episode. Thanks so much for coming on again. No problem. Thank you very much for letting me speak my mind. Uh, like I said, if you want to invite me back and we can talk about the SSP uh, exopolitics in detail, like my experience of it and not yeah. just the modern now I'm really intrigued about your story. No, I, I said, exactly. Like, you told me your stories, and I was really intrigued by them. And that's the thing. Like, what I was saying before, believing people. You know, I believed you. I, I believe yeah. you when you tell me your stories, because yeah. I know you're honest. And that's the thing. I know we're all honest. And yeah. that's the kind of attitude. Like I said, I don't, I, I'm not like, oh, but it didn't happen to me. So I got to be at least skeptic. I got to, you know, I got to keep myself, you know, and what I know. No, I'm like, I get it. It didn't happen to me, but it happened to you, and I believe it. You know, and the same thing with alien abductions. Like I said, I just want to make that point about alien abductions. I just, it's not people trying to call for attention just because they need attention. It's people seriously affected, seriously taken, and seriously disturbed by events that have no explanation beyond what they are, face value. Aliens yeah. taking people, communicating with them, showing them images, telling them things, telling them about themselves. Etc. 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 And if if you discount that, you have to discount every single eyewitness and every single crime or criminal case. You have to discount every single life story. You have to discount every single personal friend or family member you have telling you anything about themselves that you weren't physically there for to experience. And yeah. that is no way to live life. It really is. Well, thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll obviously have you back to tell your story. <laughs> Thank you very much, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Great having you. Recording stopped. Okay, sorry. I really got to go right now. No um, problem. I understand. But that was great. And uh, I'll let you know when these drop if you want, and you can, you're, feel free to drop your recordings whenever you like. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. No, it was a pleasure being on. Thank you yeah. very much. I'll let you go. I, yeah, I, thank I you. That was great. <coughs> I totally understand. No, Bye -bye. that was perfect. I would just stick around, but I really, sorry, I'm just going to have to get out of here. Oh, no, I get it. I, we've been talking for almost uh, three hours, so 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's incredible. Yeah. Okay, thank you. No problem. Bye. Bye-bye. You have a good one.